0: Welcome to Camp Pearls. It's a good day to have a great day podcast. Be sure to join us for weekly episodes. Now, here's Brother Don. Well, hi everyone. Don Barrett coming back to you from the beautiful grounds at Camp Pearl Ministries. One of my favorite places on earth. If it isn't yours, it could be because you've not visited us. We would love to have you to come by and see us, especially coming up. February sixth we've been talking about that. That's when our spring Bible classes start up once again. We're offering two classes this spring, one on the Bible called Bibliology. I'll be teaching that starts at six o'clock that February 6th, Tuesday, and it goes through 7.30, about 90 minutes worth. We take a little break, and then Doug McBride will be following up with a survey of the New Testament. Now that's going to start about 7.30 and run still about 9. Now, you may think, well, I would love to attend those classes, but I live a little far from Count Pearl. Well, we've made arrangements for you to take these classes courses right from your own home, if you'd like, or if you would maybe want to get a group together so that you could have one or two there together to discuss and to uh, be part of our class, well, you can do that by way of your computer access, as we've now uh, set up a Zoom room for Camp Pearl. And we can have students from across the world, literally, if they wish to do that. And we can join together. Your uh, face would be on the uh, screen, and uh, you can contribute, ask questions. Well, it is just like you would be there, except you would not physically be present with us. If you want more information on that, be looking on our website, www.countpearl.com. Our fine media director, Heather Duff, will be putting some information on that to how you can register. We're looking forward to having you part of that class with us. Again, that's Tuesday, February the 6th. We've been talking the last several times about wisdom and where it comes from and how we should use that in the world in which God established for us to live in. And I'm thinking about the benefits of wisdom. I'm not sure if you've ever considered whether or not uh, how God wants us to live in his world. He is... Created the world, created us. He has recreated us when we trusted Jesus as our Savior. I surely hope that you've done that. And I'm thinking that the majority of those who are listening today would have placed their faith in Jesus to make them ready for heaven. But we're not in heaven yet. We're still on earth. We live life on earth and we deal with things on earth and we have relationships on earth and we have to go through all of the obstacles that challenges that earth brings for us. And we need God's wisdom to help us navigate through that. One of the books that I just absolutely love, I love all the books in God's Word. I'm convinced, by the way, that one day God's going to ask me when I get to heaven, what would you think of my book? And I hope that you're reading it. I seek, by the grace of God, to read through the Bible once a year, and I never get enough. It seems as though each time I read it, I glean new truths from it. They've always been there. It's just that my situations and circumstances in life have changed, and that scripture speaks to my heart. One of the things I learned when I was in seminary by a professor by the name of Lauren Fisher told us once, guys, I read a chapter of Proverbs every day according to the day of the month. I would challenge you to do that as I was challenged back, oh, some 40 years ago, and by the grace of God, I still seek to read a chapter of Proverbs every day. Practically speaking, that will Help you not to forget what day of the month it is if you read that particular chapter corresponding to the day of the month. One of those Proverbs that I have just come to love and appreciate, and I want to talk to you about that today, is Proverbs chapter 14. Now, I read it every 14th day of the month. And when I get to verse 29, I smile. For Proverbs fourteen twenty nine says that a patient man has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly and foolishness. A patient man has great understanding. What in the world does that mean, and how can I get wisdom out of that truth? Well, if I consider that one verse, I would think that the reason this man is patient is because he has understanding. And the reason he has understanding is because he has wisdom. And the reason he has wisdom is because he's asked God how he wants me to live my life in this world that he's created. There are certain laws that God's just established. They are fixed forever, O Lord, your word is settled and the heavens, your faithfulness endures to all generations, there are certain things that are non-changeable. The law of gravity. It happens whether you want it to happen or not. And there are certain things in God's world that he has fixed for us. And once I look at it and see life from God's perspective, as I see life as it really is, then I begin to understand and as I understand things that gives me patience. I don't know about you but I have talked with lots of Christians over the years that said you know one of the things I pray for every day is patience. Lord give me patience and I wonder sometimes if God doesn't look at us when we ask that prayer and says oh my daughter or my son I answer that prayer every day. By giving you trials, because these trials are sent to you to develop your perseverance and patience. Have you ever thought about that? Or do we think that patience somehow is just some gift, a reward for us maybe being good or whatever? I want you to know that patience is not a gift, just like contentment. Contentment is not a gift. We may pray, Lord, I just want to be content in my life. Please give me contentment. The Apostle Paul said, I have learned contentment. I would understand that he had to go through some things in his life that taught him what it meant to be content. So I'm believing that God loves to answer that prayer of Lord Give me patience by giving me trials, because those trials are sent to refine my patience and my perseverance. When I am seeing life from God's perspective as he wants me to see it, then I have some sense of understanding. Oh, that's how that works. And as I see that that is how that works, that gives me patience. And then I realize that all of this really comes from wisdom because as we've stated before wisdom is seeing life as it really is as God intends for me to see it. Let me give you a couple of illustrations of how Proverbs 14:29 was fleshed out and is being fleshed out in my own life. Now, these are intensely practical and quite frankly somewhat embarrassing, but it then helps you Great, cause it surely helps me. I've come to memorize Proverbs fourteen twenty nine. A patient man has great understanding. What do I have understanding of? Well, I have understanding of life in God's world. Let me give you a couple illustrations, because quite frankly, there are many areas in my life that I'm just not very patient. One of those is in the animal world. Now, you may think, what in the world does animals have to do with your spiritual life? Well, it can teach you a lot about perseverance. We have a dog, Angie and I have a dog, whose name is Lucas. Lucas is a great dog, a friendly dog, and a super companion. Anytime I walk out the door, it doesn't take long for me to notice there's someone by my side, and that's my dog, Lucas. He wants to go with me. If I go out to check on the cows or walk around the house, there's Lucas. He's right there by me. And he lets me know that he's by me by nudging my hand with his, you got it, his wet nose. Now, for some, that may not be a problem, but there's just something sometimes that just bothers me about Lucas and his wet nose touching my dry hand. And I'm thinking, Lucas, don't do that. And then I would get angry at Lucas and I would want to reprimand him for bumping my hand with his wet nose. Until one day as I was walking outside and he bumped my hand with his wet nose, and immediately I was going to get frustrated with good old Lucas and reprimand him for bumping my hand with his wet nose. Then I thought about Proverbs fourteen twenty nine. I had read that that morning, quite frankly, and a patient man has great understanding. Well, what do I understand? Well, I understand some things about God's world. And God created dogs to lick your hand because they like you. And then I began changing my tune. This is as I was continuing to walk. I began changing my tune towards Lucas. I began thinking, you know, Lucas, instead of bumping my hand with his wet nose, could have bitten my hand with his sharp teeth. That wouldn't have been good, but no, Lucas is a friendly dog. He is a good dog. And he lets me know, okay, buddy, I'm here with you. Where are we going today? I'm your companion, and I'm here by your side. Then I began thanking God for Lucas and for creating Lucas that way, to be a friendly dog. That's what dogs do, at least friendly ones. So now when I go out and Lucas comes by my side, he still bumps my hand with his wet nose. But now I don't really respond with irritation. I kind of respond, honestly, with appreciation because I say, Lord, thank you for such a good dog, a good companion. Thank you for creating him to be my companion when I go out. Lucas, in the animal world, an illustration of a patient man, has great understanding. I'll give you one more if that doesn't tickle your fancy. Here I am trying to put hay out for my cows. Now, I'm thinking, how in the world does God develop spiritual life in my life Around these animals, well, if you're out there trying to put hay out, and in my place, I have a lane that the cows come up in. They hear the tractor start, and they know I'm getting ready to put hay out in the wintertime. Here they come, and I don't want them where I am inside. There's a gate separating me from them. I don't want them in my front lot. They come in the lane and I wish they would stay right there, but they would come inside that lane to the front lot and that's not where they need to be. Years ago, when my dad was living, he would be out there helping me by opening the gate and making sure the cows wouldn't come in while I drove the tractor in, but now I'm by myself. And that day I was in a hurry and As I started the tractor and got a bale of hay, and I looked up, and here came the cows. And I knew when I get off this tractor and open that gate, before I can get back on the tractor and drive through the lane, they're going to come inside right here where I don't want them to be. Now, what am I going to do? Well, I thought maybe I could just do it real quickly and get back on the tractor and drive them out, and they wouldn't come inside. But Cows doing what cows do because they love hay and they were a bit hungry and it was cold. And when they smell that fresh hay, when I got back on that tractor after I opened that gate, here they came right inside the very place I didn't want them to be. Well, I was aggravated and frustrated and why in the world are these cows doing that until Proverbs fourteen twenty nine hit me. It was as if God said, this is why you memorize scripture. And quite frankly, this is when Scripture works by the power of my spirit. Don, a patient man, has great understanding. What do I understand, Lord, about this? Well, understand that aren't you thankful that your cows are healthy enough to run through that gate? Aren't you thankful that you have hay to feed your cows? Aren't you thankful to know that your cows are not sick and lying down somewhere where they can't get up to come through. Then it dawned on me, rather than being aggravated over the fact that they came in, why don't I just be thankful that they're there? They're healthy and they're hungry, and I've got something to meet their needs. All of a sudden, I smiled as those cows came in where I did not want them to be, And as I drove through and got back off and tried to drive them back out, I said, Lord, thank you for teaching me how to live life in your world. Patience. What a great, great virtue. I want you to know that it is not a gift. Patience is something that a believer earns. That's right. You earn it through the trials that you experience. And if you're constantly asking God for patience, I'm convinced that he's constantly answering your prayer by giving us daily trials. I had some today before I got to the office. I talked with Heather. She even had some this morning, even though she didn't know I was going to talk about this topic. And I'm convinced that you have some in your life as well. Well, How do you respond to them? Do you get angry at the situation and Ultimately, do you get angry at God? And he's saying, wait a minute, my child, I'm just loving you by answering your prayer. Didn't you want patience? Well, I will provide that for you through the trials that I present to you to develop that. Once you begin to see that, you begin to see life from his perspective and then all of a sudden, things begin to make sense. Now I'm not going to say that you're going to understand everything there is about this world because there are some secret things that belong only to the Lord, Deuteronomy 29, 29, But the things that he wants us to know about himself, he's let us in on. And this is one of those things that he wants us to understand. Patient man has great understanding, but the one who is impulsive, loses his temper, he just exalts, lifts up foolishness. And I admit ashamedly that oftentimes I have exalted foolishness rather than walking in wisdom. Well, I hope that you are patient today, and I hope it's because you're seeing your trials the way God intended for you to see them. Be patient. God's doing a work. Understand what he's doing and work with him. Let me pray with you. Father, I'm thankful that there are certain things that you gift us with. One of those is heaven. I can't do anything to earn that. I don't get to heaven because I've persevered through my trials. It's a gift given to me by faith in Jesus and what he's done. I pray that every person who hears my voice will have trusted in the Savior, that they can have heaven as their home, they could be settled and secure in that. But we're not there. We are still on earth, and you've left us here. There are some things that you're developing in our lives, and one of those, a great one, is patience. Thank you, Lord, that it isn't a gift. It's really developed. It's earned. It's, for lack of a better word, worked for. How I pray that I may exercise wisdom, seeing things as they really are, as you want me to see them, by gaining understanding of how things work in your world. And as I do that, I will just smile and say... Thank you, Lord, for patience. I pray, Father, that we would be known as patient people, people of God, who do not exalt foolishness, but lift up wisdom, and in so doing, lift up the name of Jesus, who we represent in this life on this earth. May that be ours today, and may we enjoy a good day becoming a great one. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We would love for you to share this with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about Camp Pearl Ministries or to help support this podcast and other gospel outreach, visit us online at camppearl.com. We pray you have a great day today, right now, in the life only Jesus can give.